Yeah, that's like a we should just have a raffle. Go on a <laughs> plane with Zeno across the country. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Nobody wins in that scenario. Let me just tell you. Yeah, what are people bidding to go or the lowest? Are you, bid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like uh, is it, yeah, that's the losing. You got to pay for your frenemies. <laughs> like you could try and win it, so they have to sit with me for like four yeah. hours and a definite layover. We got to get a layover in somewhere real shitty, like Houston, yeah, like Cincinnati. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Masters is going to buy all the tickets just so he can send people that he doesn't like to hang out with you. My excellent camera angle. Yeah, what? So. Is, what yeah, what is this? <laughs> okay, so he was so jealous of us talking about your fucking ridiculous door background with the eighty hinges that he decided to up it by one filming in a closet <laughs> where the angle of the camera is literally just looking at a ceiling fan and his balding head. Like you can see the top of his <laughs> headphones and just this little like sad streak of hair. Tuft of hair. Yeah. Can I? Can I stop? you yeah i'm looking at it i don't need you to explain (laughs) it to me i'm mainly doing it for listener but i'm speaking to you as a stand-in for listener god damn it have you ever done a podcast before i haven't i'm hoping you could teach me actually (laughs) they clearly don't understand how podcasts work no none of us do that's why we are still doing it Uh, And enjoying every fucking minute of it. Speaking of that, this is the Still Talking Podcast, our reverent distilling industry podcast with Colton Zeno and myself, Brian. And today we're going to bring you some news. We're going to talk about single malt, American single malt, and Colton's ever receding hairline. There's a news song. I'll just have to edit that in. It's the news, (laughs) right? That's the song. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That is the thing. With some birds chirping, I think. It's the news. It's time for news. Colton, seriously, this is the worst fucking angle. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it looks like I'm just looking at someone's chode. <laughs> and? and that is the or most depressing ceiling fan. Oh, like that. Then it he looks just did like a straight s- crotch shot. Oh, <laughs> he's he like, did. You, you don't like that <laughs> yeah. angle? How's you this like angle? There we oh go. Oh my god. You were so ridiculously lounge back. <laughs> like I you could not care less. I bought this whole mic anything. stand just so I could lounge. Have you met Colton? He is one <laughs> lounging motherfucker. He really is. I uh, that's a valid point. Okay. What are you drinking? It looks very lushy. Uh this is a mezcal with some lime juice in it. Oh. That's why it looks that way. And that's it. That's our podcast. Let's grunt us out. <laughs> we don't even have a final thought. That was just that was it. Yeah. grunt us. Grunt us out, Zeno. <laughs> Love you guys. Okay. Love you. And done. God, solid episode, guys. Yeah. Uh, no, we're starting. Fucking, we have news. I have news. God damn it. Uh, no, oh, news God, from nineteen nineteen. We're ready. Nineteen nineteen. Uh, No, we're going to start with some semi-relevant news. At least it will be for about a month. Uh, But the 2022 ACSA and Discus Public Policy Conference is happening September 20th and 21st. So uh, if you're a distiller and you care about legislative issues on the federal level, this is the thing you should do. Isn't that virtual? It's a virtual conference. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. I was hoping they would do it in person. I weirdly enjoyed going and actually walking Capitol Hill with a bunch of distilleries and talking to congressmen. That was super interesting, but it's just virtual. Um, 
Are they going to have an in-person aspect at all, Colton? Do you know from the ACSA side? No, I mean, they would have, but it's more about the the rules on Capitol Hill now, just with COVID and everything. You just, you right. can't show up with a group of 100 people anymore. Not since the last time Zeno did it. Not since, yeah. Six, they did that, and they got some things done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that we're all successful. immediately thinking of the same joke. We were trying to decide which one of us was going to be the one at it. It was obviously Zeno. Although me in Eastern Washington, you got to be careful. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's happening in September. So go reg- register for that. You can go to Discus. You can go to ACSA. They're doing it together. Um, yeah, Chuck, I think we have, I think we have so far, it's like 44 or 46 states are represented. So go check, make sure, especially if there's only a few distilleries in your state. So we'll, we'll do our part and actually shout out. Uh, there is a list of states that are lacking representation. So if you are in the state, listener, of Alabama, Alaska, Connecticut, Delaware, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, South Dakota, Utah, or Vermont, please register and represent your state. My God, that was super professional. I'm really fucking proud of myself. Wait, so Louisiana <laughs> has representation? Awesome. And it's not me. Yeah, you don't have to do anything, dude. You weren't going to anyway. It's what I like to do, and you are correct, sir. <laughs> I would not be doing anything. What are the hot-button topics? What are they going to talk about? Yeah, actually, uh, Colton, do you have any info on that no, one? No, don't throw it to me. I I don't know this one. Jesus I Christ. think the Craft Modernization Beverage <laughs> Act, right? Like, that's a thing that's topical, right? <laughs> yeah, when Permanence is that going to tax reduction. We want it double permanent. The bill wasn't written in permanent marker, and we need that. You didn't underline it twice. <laughs> I think they're focused on trying to get the post office the ability to ship booze. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what that piece of legislation is, but it's pretty unilateral in its support from all the trade associations on the spirit side. So I I think they're going to focus on that one a little bit, as well as probably talking a little more about DTC, although that's mainly focused on the uh, state side right now in terms of battles. But it's the the only thing you can do with DTC. It's not a federal federal. They have no problem with it, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so just send all your booze in the United States Postal <laughs> Service. Duh. Yeah, I love it. They That's what Colton says. Colton Weinstein, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stamp that you put on your box. It is. It's <laughs> One actually, stamp. Yeah, with his address and social security number, which we will post with the description of this episode. It's 1919. <laughs> That's it. The year of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. The year of the Lord. All right. Application deadline extended to October 1st of 2020, specifically regarding the Step Up Foundation. Uh, another ACSA endeavor, the Step Up Foundation. Yeah, is this now- just ACSA news? <laughs> yeah, it's just, no, no. Well, that last one had discus, and then we'll do an ADI one. This podcast is brought to you by ACSA. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell them because they'll get real upset. <laughs> They do not endorse this podcast. No, they do not. not. (laughs) Step Up is a fantastic charity that has been put together and they focus on uh, diversity, inclusion, specifically uh, training uh, underrepresented groups within the industry. So they had a couple really great 
um, interns that actually get paid to do the job. They get to go to a bunch of distilleries. They get to learn all the different jobs and hopefully eventually join the industry. So they are ex- uh, a step up is accepting applications up until October 1st. So if you know anyone. It's so much, it's so much better than just a bunch of distilleries. They also get to work at like distributors. Right. I think they're just they're just That's finishing right. up R and DCs. Their R and D C yeah. Like that would be amazing. We should all have to do that. Except for distributors are the fucking worst, so I don't <laughs> want anyone to work for them. <laughs> Besides that. This podcast watch. is brought to you by R and D C by distributors. Yeah. <laughs> they love us. No, they, they don't, but they put up with us. <laughs> I don't actually mean that distributors. I love you. I love all of you. You're the greatest. Uh, I actually think it'd be hilarious if all the step up people got hired by distributors. That would be a great, that would be a great little twist. Yeah. Okay. I have another extension. This one's ADI. ADI's 2022 early bird registration has been extended again. Uh, the special rate for ADI's convention, which is coming up in St. Louis in September. Uh, you can now get that special rate until August 31st. So, uh, early bird wants you to come. (laughs) early bird all the way to the 31st and the show i think is september 14th if you buy tickets at the front gate and not the door early yeah. bird, they'll give you a 20 spot are you brian are you going i assume yeah yeah ashley and i will go to adi this year i think it's we'll be in we're just going to be there a couple days um do the keynotes do the welcome stuff um probably the keynotes the cool, right sell some podcast ads <laughs> focus primarily on podcast ads. I'm just going to leave a lot of business cards around. Um, but yeah, I think they have a good a tactic. Good, you know, it doesn't say any information about a podcast. <laughs> no, it literally just says podcast. And then it is, it, it's Colton's social security number. That's it. Yeah. I had a lot of touch points. <laughs> Go on though. Your ADI experience. Um, if you're going to be in the loo. Yeah. Uh, that's what they call it there. Is the loop. I don't think they do. Definitely what they call it there. Uh, my friend Dan Vollmer called it that once. So now that's just <laughs> what I call it. I have no idea if that's accurate. Um, however, the best rib I've ever had in my life comes from St. Louis. Just one? Yeah, it was. It's how Eve was made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going real religious. Welcome to our new Bible-themed podcast. Today we'll be covering Genesis. <laughs> Great drummer, Genesis. Uh, lead singer is just okay. You guys don't even get that Phil Collins reference. Do no, you? we don't. Sorry, you idiots. No. I hate you guys. I wish you. I don't liked believe in music, music or Phil Collins. It's fine. Okay, so no, seriously, Bogarts. I I hope that at least one person goes to Bogarts. Okay, I will go to Bogarts. I mean, back me up on this, Colton. Jesus, this is like the worst conversation ever. I went there, yes. Colton's got nothing to say. <laughs> He's just sucking down his mezcal, playing with a ceiling fan. He doesn't give a shit about anything you have to say right Playing now. Playing with my ceiling fan. Ceiling yes. fan? What, yeah, what is he, a cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. it was like, it actually reminded me a lot of, uh, it was better, but reminded me of Dinosaur Barbecue, the sort of. No. Semi biker bar type, uh, just badass barbecue. I like dinosaur barbecue, but those aren't even in the same universe <laughs> of quality. 
I don't know. I mean, one of the dinosaur barbecue locations gave uh, like a hundred people neurovirus. So, well, that is something. Now, yeah. A lot of touch points. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the touch points. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm gonna keep saying it. it. It's the new. It's the new listener joke. I love it. Uh, if you don't find yourself in the loo um, uh, in September, you can instead go to Bourbon and Beyond, the world's largest bourbon and music festival, which takes place September 15th through the 18th. Um, it's supposed to be a pretty cool event. So, if you want to be, you're, little, you're not going to tell us where it is. No, okay. no, but it does have music <laughs> headliners, Pearl Jam. Uh, Chris Stapleton. Gross. King, yeah, there's a few others. I don't really care. Alanis Morissette. I mean, I feel like you would like that for some reason. She played God in the movie. I mean, she's got to be That's a great movie. Dogma. Come on. Yeah. I may not know like music, but movies. Come on. Filmed in Pittsburgh. So, obviously, <laughs> an amazing film. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to know, it's held at Highland Festival Grounds at the Kentucky Exposition Center in Louisville. You're welcome. Oh, the Lou. <laughs> you're gonna have a good time at either loop it's gonna be fine actually that one i think they called the ville but and i did live there for like four or five years or something so okay okay listener has powered through assuming they're still here uh all that bullshit news just so we can actually get to the interesting news which of course is still a month or actively a month old now but is super interesting and pertinent to our industry um ttb went ahead after much uh, cajoling and pestering by the American Single Malt Whiskey Commission, thank them for their work, uh, they basically decided to go forward with a uh, change to the rulemaking for, it's it's a proposed change, so there's an open comment period, but it's probably going to go through. Uh, and the new uh, ruling is based on the notice of rulemaking process that TTB has to go through the American Single Malt Commission, a bunch of distilleries basically asked TTB, I think way back in like 2017 this started, uh, to create a new category for American Single Malt. I don't think the TTB asked anybody. No, no. they called me and asked. Yeah. They did. They specifically <laughs> said, asked, you know. I said 1919. <laughs> yeah. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. No, the, the, you're right. Um, it was the American Single Malt and a couple of distilleries, some big ones too, reached out kind of all at the same time in a coordinated effort to request this from TTB. And so it's finally kind of going through. So the American single malt whiskey designation is that it must be distilled entirely at one U.S. distillery and must be mashed, distilled, and aged in the United States. Uh, it must be fermented mash of 100% malted barley, 160 uh, proof or less, oak barrels not exceeding 700 liters, no neutral spirits permitted, and there are allowable coloring, flavoring, blending materials permitted. So there's a 60-day commenting period, which I believe ends sometime in... Comment. Oh, yeah. Comments on this rulemaking will be due on September 27th. So if you have anything to add to that, folks, get off to the TTB. They're actually they actually look at a lot of that. So um, but that's a big deal. I had someone reach out to me and ask, like, why? Why I thought that American single malt hadn't taken off like everyone expected. And I mean, mainly my answer boiled down to that the big guys haven't put the ad campaign money behind it yet what do you guys think why would they they make enough money on what they're making and it's cheaper yeah i mean what but right like you don't think you don't think it's coming if this i guess so american single malt 
goes through becomes its own category. Is that enough to sway the consumer to start buying it? No. Because how many okay. consumers will know about this? But that seems to be everyone's argument is that it hasn't taken off because there hasn't been a defined category for it. I've always found that to be nonsense. But. I could say that argument with my style of rum, right? But that I know that's not true. There's just, you know, consumer awareness has right. fuck all to do with the TTB. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the, it's, you know, it's dollars. Yeah, it's who gets behind it. So that to the point is, right, like it's a lot cheaper as cost of raw material and cost per proof gallon to make bourbon than it is a single malt. Well, and you're fighting age, right? It's like, yeah, you're exactly. fighting scotch and now Japanese whiskey and a little bit of which, whiskey, which, so like but... all of this, you know, we're being very negative about it, which is usually where I go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? yeah. Even but, though we're all for this change, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally am. But like, no, that's why I think it's actually good. I think there's a huge opportunity for a smaller brand to make it pop off. And I, I, I just don't think one has really come out of the woodwork yet. Pun intended. Here's the argument. I think why this will help long-term eventually to get, like you said, some of the large producers to throw marketing dollars at it is because these kind of standards of identity, these rules in place, um, that's a first good step to kind of getting this codified in trade agreements so that, there is codified. about yeah right fucking look at this words. guy in his lexicon over here or something <laughs> lexicon uh, <laughs> i make word pretty essentially there's a there's a business protectionism side where it's worth it to throw some money into this if this is a category that they feel as a, you know an american distillery that they can really own and build up and get value out of you know it's this doesn't necessarily equate to international protection for this category right but it could build upon that and it could be viable for a larger distillery to see that pumping some money into it to build up that category so that they can kind of own that so i could see that helping potentially i could be fucking it just seems base, but it seems to me again this might seem too negative but if you're going for single malt you you all of a sudden you're fighting you know these giant other countries you know, main export in, in the whiskey world where we already have bourbon, so it makes it easier. And bourbon's making so much money overseas <laughs> too, right? Like Asia, bourbon market, or, you know, American whiskey market in Asia is huge. So. So why, so yeah, why, why, why do does it? somebody want to buy an American single malt over right. Scotch or Japan or, or anyone else? Because some of it's really good. I mean, that's my argument. Now, from a marketing standpoint, that's hard. I mean, we should get Colin Keegan on here sometime. Um, I think it'd be fun to talk to him, Santa Fe Spirits. He does call Keegan, which I think is just spectacular. I love that single malt. I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to be tough sledding still. I don't think, well, you said it, Colton. It didn't happen the way people thought it was going to happen, regardless of this TTB, what happens with them, right? Like, people had put a lot of, they're like, oh, yeah, American single malt, and I still, I believe it's going to be the next good whiskey, American whiskey. I do believe that. So what, one of the things I have not liked. And the big boys have done it, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. At my time at. They just haven't put the money in it. Bream Fun Factory. 
Yeah. <laughs> they they ran some. My problem is like you're putting it in brand new American, like you're putting it in the same old barrels that you put your bourbon in. And I think that's problematic with that distillate. No one's arguing with me, so I assume that you guys agree. Is that is that what makes is that what <clears throat> is that what American whiskey, American single malt should be? Is like what makes it different than Scotch or Japan? Yeah, maybe it's new American oak. Charred American oak, right? Maybe that's it. You're right. And I'm an idiot. It's entirely possible. I mean, those aren't mutually exclusive, so don't pigeonhole yourself. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> you know, I, I love that three people who have no actual intimate relationship with creating a single malt right now are the ones talking about this. Uh, that shows how valuable our opinions are, which is why <laughs> hopefully next episode we will be talking to someone like Jason Parker of Copperworks, who is, uh, I believe, pretty high up on the single malt commission and did a lot of work with that. So, listener, if you have any questions for our guest, which you'll probably hear this episode while we're interviewing him. So, but still feel free to ask, send us questions. <laughs> we will exclusively be talking to him about his city steam line that he gets. Oh my so, God. Yeah, right. I, Municipal yeah. steam. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea until this last convention that Seattle, which again, in my state has municipal steam. That's ridiculous. No one's in your state where you live is nowhere. I, I am very adjacent to Idaho and I'm painfully aware of that every day. That's <laughs> why so I just said nowhere, man. <laughs> I've just totally alienated Cleveland in the last episode. <laughs> Idaho in this episode. I'm still um, holding out hope for the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Spirits Fest. Like that's in my heart. That's where it's going to pop off over my dead body. <laughs> no, that's good. The yeah, I, I, I really. Well, I won't talk about Jason because if he comes on, I'll, I'll ruin all my good content. Right. Don't I definitely want to talk up. more about America. I think we should talk about American single malt, but I think that's good. We covered some news. Yeah, we teased an episode. That's it. Us. That's it. I'm done. Grunt is out. Uh, I have two final thoughts. Uh, my grunts <laughs> are getting real lazy. I'm even lazy about my apathetic noises. You're dialing it um, in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have two. Uh, one that makes a lot of sense. And the other one is what I really want to know, which is all this talk about Lou. Who's your favorite person named Lou? It could be an uncle. It could be an actor. It could be a musician. Who's a Lou that you know and you look up to? Let me peruse my uh, inbox. Yeah, are you doing a no, search me. for Lou's? <laughs> uh, God, I'm going to have to think. I don't have a lot of Lou's in my life. Um, Lou Bryson is is a good Lou Bryson a good is writer. a good one. Yeah. I like him. He uh, He's fun to drink with. He's a kind man. Uh, every interaction I've had with him, and he's a really good writer, and he likes spirits and beer and all sorts of cool stuff. So Lou is a good dude in the industry. So that's pretty my much thought. my final thought. Question was name a Lou. <laughs> that really is what it was. He might be the only Lou I know. I know that's why I immediately stole it. Before <laughs> you don't have to personally know them. There's like Lou Diamond Phillips and all that work he did in all those Skinamax movies. <laughs> Wow. Well, that, now I'm interested. I don't know this guy, but I will be. You don't know who Lou Diamond Phillips is? I don't. I've been living in a ceiling. He's a goddamn years, treasure. So. <laughs> <laughs> Protect Colton at all costs. <laughs> no. Sweet Lou Diamond child. Phillips is a goddamn treasure, Brian. <laughs> Calm down. 
Young Guns. All you need is Young Guns. Come on. That's true. That's a good one. God, it's um, All right. My set, so those are all terrible loose. And mine is not Lou Diamond Phillips. Mine would be... I like Lou Reed. I would say I like Lou Reed. He was a real mess. I liked it. All right. Uh, what's your second? <laughs> other, other, other final thought. Other final thought. All right. All this fucking big talk about American single malts, and you can't lo- use Colin Kingans, Brian. Oh, what's one Kingans? that's really standing out that you think has a potential to be in that group, or or even that one that's going to change it? Oh, I, I have one. I'll go first. That uh, that Nantucket one, that triple eight. It's too small. Oh, oh but it's, so it's too good. small. But it's the best one I had. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it it's been around forever. It's too expensive and too small. No one can get their hands on. I, I got your too expensive and too small right here. <laughs> good thing listener can't see the video. God, I don't know. Maybe just because they've been doing it a while, it's a solid product. They've got, you know good background they made aviation so the guys that made well is what who owns westward now because westward is i believe still being produced by the same people that make house, aviation house spirits house thank you house no, spirits that's diageo that's diageo now okay so i actually think westward then because it's good product it's been around for a while diageo money's behind it that could potentially pop off it's got tons of branding it's high quality product in terms of what they're doing to position it so that would be i'd throw that one out there so we think Westland is a is a waste. Well, they have money too. They do have, they have a lot of money. They have a bit of money. <laughs> yeah, and they're closer to you, Brian. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't and know I where, actually really. I don't like know where Idaho there. is. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't point. <laughs> I couldn't point out Idaho on a map. That's for damn yeah. sure. It's somewhere around Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm not going to defend Idaho. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, Idaho's um, part of Winco, though, and I did like Winco when I lived in that's Oregon. That's true, yes. Nice, nice. So, yeah, Westward, Westland, and still going to throw out Keegan, but in terms of no. money behind it, Westland, Westward, those two definitely have money that could be thrown out to help grow this. And, obviously, Westward has been really focused on pushing the American Single Malt Society, so it's in their best interest to get this going, too. It sounds clear. If you're looking for American Single Malt, go to the Northwest. Yeah. That's the only place they're making it. This is what we're telling you. Give me a call. We'll take you out into the woods of Idaho. We'll get shit-faced <laughs> on American Single no, Fall. I do not like malt. where this is going. <laughs> you love it. You're going to come hang out with Colton. Colton's coming out to Spokane. He's going to hang out That's with me. That's true. <laughs> What 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 is this and why wasn't I invited? Doesn't you were just invited now on the podcast. You're welcome and listener. You and listener can come out at the same time as Colton together. Hang out with us in Spokane together on the same flight. Yeah, that's like a. We should just have a raffle. Go on a plane with Zeno across the country. God. Nobody wins in that scenario. Let me just tell you. Yeah, what are people bidding to go or the lowest you, bid? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, is it, yeah, that's the losing. You got to pay for your frenemies. Like, <laughs> you try and win it so they have to sit with me for like four yeah. hours and a definite layover. We got to get a layover in somewhere real shitty, like Houston, yeah, like Cincinnati. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Masters is going to buy all the tickets just so he can send people that he doesn't like to hang out with you. Colton, you didn't pick one. Pick a single malt. Don't yeah, say dude. Corsair. You also didn't oh, pick a Lou. Damn. <laughs> you didn't. I did pick a Lou, the only one I knew. 
And who's that? Lou Bryson. Yeah. I already did that one. <laughs> yeah. We can't like the same Lou. I like that no. he almost turned into a Dr. Seuss book, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. I know I do. I picked Lou, the only Lou I knew. <laughs> Colton had no clue about which Lou. How about yeah. you? What a stupid... Oh. Whoa! Whoa! Are we chirping that one? <laughs> yeah, we'll chirp yeah. it and just leave no, it up for No one can figure out the rhyme. No, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. We were doing so well. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> You are a bad oh. person and a terrible friend. That's why we all. I know, that. but we all laughed. That's the thing we laughed hardest at. So was that safe? Yeah, it's not good. All right, uh, single Colton, malt. Hurry up single malt, Colton. Single malt. I mean, ones that I think will actually make waves are the two we've already talked about because they have the money behind them. But, um, you know, Corsair does make a little bit of, of single malt. Right. With that, I love you, dummies. Okay. 